Hey everybody and welcome to the Bachelor Wrap Up. I'm Amy here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, new premiere. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Not as well as some of the cast members though. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Katie. <laughs> That's your name, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's been getting you through quarantine? Certainly not that. <laughs> recently bought animal crossing oh yeah you relate to the trend you said yeah like about 10 months late i'm having a great time though so slide into my dms if you want my island name or whatever however that works i still haven't figured it out yet yeah next you can get like do the delayed like things everyone was doing in march you can get into the whipped coffee and actually you know what i might because well, I don't I don't drink coffee. I definitely don't drink hot coffee, but I've um, and I, I, I would uh, I would get stomach issues when I would drink any sort of like iced coffee. Uh, but then I recently, within the last couple of months, started taking probiotics. Mm-hmm. What a game changer. <laughs> I can drink coffee now. I can eat spicy chickens, all things that have eluded me in, in the past year or two. I really um, should lead with that on the packaging. I've always like given up taking them. <laughs> no, it's 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 been a game changer for me, honestly. Um, survivor game changers, probiotics um, <laughs> would recommend. Anyway, the probiotics so, not game changers right exactly yeah <laughs> we don't watch game changers although we'll see how that ranks in the rhap ranking thing i'm thinking it'll be coming um, up pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i do want to try that now that i can drink coffee yeah the one thing i know about that is that um it uses instant coffee and so you have to like watch the caffeine level because like a cup is not equal to a cup. Like I think like however many packets you put in, yeah, you have to like divide up the servings. Otherwise it's like having four cups of coffee. So oh, good, good call. Good call. I, I, I own instant coffee. I already own it because, because Ethan and I don't drink hot coffee. Neither of us do it. Mm-hmm. So for guests, we bought, we bought some instant coffee. If anyone ever needed, wanted coffee, um, people are smart and just, if they want coffee, they'll bring it to our house. Already. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've got their preferences. Yeah. Like usually on Christmas, not this year folks. Um, but like I'll have a brunch at my house and my brother will always just bring his coffee machine. Cause he knows I will not have a good supply of coffee there. Nice. Yeah, now I'm pretty well versed in where all the coffee drive-thrus are, so or the curbside ones. So I'd be like, okay, let me just look up what's near somebody's house <laughs> and just go out. Have an excuse to go get coffee. But we do not need coffee, I think, to get excitement for this premiere. I thought it was a great one. I did I'm, too, and it didn't feel too long. Like, no, thank. I'm I'm thankful to the to the Lord above that um we we only had a two-hour premiere i think we're straying mm-hmm. away from those three-hour premieres especially when we can't get a studio an audience to get in there yeah and i feel like we didn't need like the whole lead-up of like showing people taking covid tests because we've already gone through the la quinta season and we didn't need kind of that context we didn't need chris harrison giving an introduction about like their protocols or anything it felt like i you know it felt like it's a regular normal. season yeah yeah so um, that's good. I am. I, I gotta say, like we went through a rough patch with with Chris Harrison at the beginning of our podcast. Yeah. Um, neither of us particularly liked him. We were wondering what he was even doing there. Yeah, I have like a renewed 
appreciation for Chris Harrison these last two seasons or last season and this episode mm-hmm. he seems to be filled with joy and I wonder if it's just because his sleeping schedule is not mm. being messed with like staying in one place seems to be doing great things for Chris Harrison yeah and I think he has to be so excited and probably had something to do with the change of scenery for this season like it's not 115 degrees it's like luxurious golf course it looks like he's gonna have his own i'm sure he has a house like matt james has like it was the estates did claire turn on this episode and just like seethe (laughs) right like immediately turn it off like she was already mad at matt james for just like getting on cameo before her season so like to see what happened now like yeah that would that's just not fair though i mean but they were figuring things out with claire and Tasha, right yeah that's what yeah tell myself they always give a little bit more you know bachelors like the their baby the original show i feel like they always invest a little bit more so that's a little unfair but i think they ironed out some of the like things that they had to figure out with shooting and and all of that so yeah i'm happy to see something new it is way better than the bachelor mansion i think so this is beautiful i was like taken aback i was awestruck by this place it was beautiful and i do not envy the women having to walk up all of those stairs and heels and tight dresses or you know goat feet right like wow it was like it was a truly striking location i i want to go like this yeah this in in show product placement is working for me actually okay let's google it because i don't live too far from pennsylvania how long does it take me to drive there google maps yeah, very smart of Nemma Collin to provide this. I mean, they, yeah, it's like a perfect advertisement instead of just being like, was it Andy's season? Some season where they actually went there for like, I think it was um, Watch My Collars, uh, JoJo. JoJo's. Okay. Yeah. That's where they had the woods with Chad. Um, it would take me four hours and 56 minutes oh, to get there. That's totally doable once. Yeah. <laughs> once we're allowed to cross the border again. Right. Hmm. lovely really nice now i'm curious um we can be there <gasps> oh my gosh can we do that should we start a gofundme for <laughs> because while i might be able to drive there i don't know if i can afford to stay there <laughs> well we're not getting one of those like mansion villas like uh like matt james says oh, we're okay. just gonna get one of those lovely rooms with a double mattress all right the lowest price yeah is 314 so yeah not what i would typically spend but you know if you get like a we'll share yeah the splitsies yeah yeah i'd much rather go there than the airbnb for the bachelor mansion yeah like i have no interest in the bachelor mansion anymore no can they this ever go back more, there this is much more my style i don't love like the like nouveau rich style kind of of the bachelor right. mansion like i like i like this like i don't know it makes me feel like it's a palace yeah and then his where he was staying was more modern and they have like some woodsy setting like more like lodge type so i think it's gonna give us that variety that we need and it's in its fall and you know th- that time of year in that location is going to be beautiful yeah definitely now were you as confused as i was when we opened the show did you think you had missed the first hour of the show because they yeah. showed katie walking up no music nothing <laughs> just a limo entrance to start the show i don't think we've I, seen like, something I like this i was like rewind like what do yeah. we do what are you doing right he's like no like that was just the beginning i was like what <laughs> it makes no sense 
Yeah. You'd think that would be maybe part of like tonight on The Bachelor or something. Yeah. But yeah, what were they going for here? Just the shock value? I I guess. Yeah. So for those who didn't watch, they opened up with Katie's um, limo entrance where she showed up with something that has gotten her through quarantine. She did like her little rehearsed speech. It seemed like it was going to be something emotional. At what point did you know it was a dildo or a vibrator? Sorry. Um, when she like she was kind of glancing to the side, like she had something behind her back, you know. So, um, like a little bit before she pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. I think she she was a little nervous. I think, like, but she sold it. She was good. <laughs> like I'm on the side of like I thought it was funny. How about you? I you know at first because I am. The podcast resident prude. I was like a little like, Ooh. yeah. But as the night went on, it just got funnier and funnier to me. Yeah, I mean, probably like the way that Matt just like that was like the laugh that they showed in the previews. Like he was just doubled over in laughter. I think his yeah. reaction like made that. Uh, how do you think? Let's picture like a Chris Souls, a Ben Higgins, a Colton. If she came out doing that, like Chris Souls would be into it. Yeah, but he'd like giggle he wouldn't yeah, know ben what to would say be like ben would laugh but i think he would immediately take that person out of contention yeah. after fantasy suite date um <laughs> and then colton would just be horrified yeah i think he'd like jump the fence right then to leave yeah. the show <laughs> so i just love like that matt had a sense of humor throughout this like he was just refreshing as somebody that i wasn't expecting like him to not be like polished even though he hasn't been on the show i just kind of expected him to be kind of that rehearsed like i'm like the bachelor and but he was he really was did seem like on their level and it just seemed like a refreshing um change of pace it, it did um it was it was different but i'm happy like i, I you know we're we're at a point where we've been doing this coming up on on uh we're finishing up our sixth year is that correct yeah so we've been we've been doing this a long time we've watched a lot of bachelor i'm i'm ready for some excitement some change something different i i've yet to see a season in which the lead didn't come from a previous show Mm, right because you started with sean Lowe. yeah or i started with ben oh okay yep so original yeah that's a long time ago yeah so yeah it's very cool and then um what did you think of his like the introduction that we did get was that sufficient do you think to get to know him were you surprised that we didn't see like the tyler cameron reference or anything it's hard for me to gauge it because we're so in this world Mm -hmm. that I knew he who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of odd that they didn't. They just sort of played it off like, "Oh, you know, I didn't go on the show. I was. I had the intention of being on the Bachelorette." Um, and kind of focus. I guess it's good that they focus more on him. But if someone was just tuning into this totally outside of Bachelor Nation, just sort of like turned on the TV, you would have no idea that he has a tie at all. Besides, like no. that he applied for the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which um, i'm fine with yeah it gives what him more I care like, about the casuals yeah let's not 
let's leave like Tyler Cameron until when he shows up at Nema Collin, right? So <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. like in two weeks or something. Yeah. We didn't see him in the preview though. No. Yeah, I think it's good though that they're not leading with like, oh, he's connected to someone else. He's his own star. Yeah. Um, and I think he's a much better lead than Tyler would have been. So Yes. Um, and his mom was there at the beginning. Do you think she's staying or she's gonna like go and come back? Like I don't think North Carolina is that far if that's where she still lives. Um, if I were her, I'd try to get Matt to write it in his contract that <laughs> I get to stay for that entire time, but I would not be present for filming the entire time. I would be making use of the spa. I would yeah. be making use of the presumably very empty restaurant. Um, I saw on their website they have some great hiking trails and stuff. So just uh, I would I would try and be there, but w- not present for filming. They could really they could really pull out. like a fox or an undercover boss type move and be like, his mom's here the whole season, but she's gonna be posing as like catering staff or oh like God, a housekeeper. Yikes, can you imagine. <laughs> She wants to see, like, really, like, what these women are like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, you know, they have to do different things to mix it up. Speaking of the preview shows that our listeners may have a really strong team because there will be other women showing up. And it looks like, like, kind of late, like, kind of mm-hmm. like it made kinda me into it. Yeah. It made me think like, OK, we heard that the guys that showed up for Tasha that weren't there for Claire had been there the whole time. Were they planning to do something like that for Claire? Just like, oh, four weeks in, here's oh. these new dudes. Like four guys show up. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So then if that was just like another way that they were going to switch it up and it's like, hey, kind of handy that we just have a new bachelorette now. That gives yeah. me a little more like credence to like, oh, maybe it wasn't planned. <laughs> kind of to give yeah. them a, the benefit of the doubt. But um, yeah, kind of an interesting move. Um, to create some some drama yeah huh huh look at you go you're uh, like a regular we'll bachelor sherlock yeah <laughs> um and then what did you think of the talk between him and his mom or anything that we learned about him that you might not have known um i can tell he's not quite super comfortable in front of the camera especially being like very open in front of the camera yet which is fine it's very mm-hmm. reasonable um um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I thought it was interesting that she was like, oh, I'm happy. Like, it's neat that you said that you want. Like, you're worried about getting your heart broken. To me, that was like a weird thing for a mom to say, like, oh, yeah, you want to get your heart broken. But that I guess it means that you think it could work. Because to me, I'm like, that means it didn't work because you got your heart broken. But yeah, I think she's maybe like, oh, I never see him commit to anyone. And so, like, he's serious about it or something. Like, maybe that's what she was going for right um and then it looks like later in the season we're gonna get like more like emotional moments for him about his background he talks about like it was a single parent household raised by his mom he's biracial um he has an older brother and it it kind of got the sense that it was like he always strove uh to be perfect and this year or this past year 2020 kind of taught him like you don't have to wait to have everything in place. So, which I think is a really interesting message, which I, I don't know. I feel like I personally need to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe a lot of people need to hear that. It's like, it's never going to be a perfect time f- for anything. Totally. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, 
go on a vacation to like <laughs> yeah, don't do something irresponsible. Right that's, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm definitely guilty of being like through a lot of my years being like, okay, well, I have to wait till I have a full time job before you know I do this, or I have to wait until I lose ten pounds to like go on a dating app or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I absolutely don't. agree with. You. Yeah. I feel like I've I've been holding back on a lot of things just because I'm like, well, I don't have this together. I don't have that together where it's just I should do the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I like that message from Matt James, and I feel like I should take that away and bring that into 2021. Yeah. Um, did you make any specific resolutions for 2021? Not this of the year, new year? <laughs> Mine's like, take a shower more than once a week. <laughs> like, Mine's like, so like just, low key. <laughs> but yeah, like change your sweatpants every mm-hmm. couple of days. Right. Like, I not have not worn makeup. Three nights a like, week. Yeah. yeah. Put on lipstick to make yourself feel better every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's go on easy on ourselves in 2021 and like have low expectations. <laughs> Don't need anything else making me feel bad. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, my, my resolution for last year was to pay off my student loan. And then I lost my job <laughs> in the year and couldn't do that. But I'm hoping um, with the assistance of the Canadian government, I will be able to oh, pay nice. off this year. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank that's you, not, Canadian yeah, government. Yeah. My government's not giving me enough for that. <laughs> uh, no. What? That stimulus isn't going to <laughs> At least it was your work deposit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, (laughs) And so let's see. So she was there for just like kind of a short clip. And then we got um, sort of a minimal video clip type thing. Um, So whereas with Claire and Tisha season, we didn't get this at all. So it was more like self taped kind of clips and then like which is more fun for me okay i felt like matt james also had like matt james's um package i thought was probably what he had filmed right because it was going on bachelor said march 2020 so it was totally like what was like on the cutting room floor for claire's season so his was like the standard um and then with the women it was like either they filmed it themselves like just like a quick little quote like oh i'm getting ready like or they're on the plane with a mask or it was in their room at while they were quarantined yeah um so we got to see alicia alicia doing ballet um and then let's see who else do we i was actually feeling really good at this point with the video packages because they go alicia then they had abigail then they had Kristen, then they had maggie that's like four from my draft i'm like ooh, i'm getting all the video packages but as we know video packages don't always mean that this person goes far um so i was feeling really proud at that point but um didn't quite play out <laughs> exactly no, you seem to be cursed with like picking some people right off the bat that we're all like oh my god yes great and then they get kicked off right away right yeah because i'm looking at the draft and so at george ctv he grays out like who got eliminated and you and mari both like the person that got eliminated or the people that got eliminated were down like in the second half or the very bottom and then my (laughs) number two and three picks alicia like i was like the ballerina like she's going like very far <laughs> she's they both got eliminated alicia cassandra we didn't see it all but um yeah it's hilarious that always happens if it's not my at least it wasn't my first round pick so i'm i'm making progress there 
But yeah, so funny. So I thought feeling really strong about Alicia at this point when I'm seeing the video packages. Um, we also saw Anna, who she had a video package. We didn't see a lot of her except being nervous that she wasn't getting a rose. Sarah had a very like extensive video package. We learned that her dad um, has ALS and she moved home to um, be a caregiver. I think she was like working in Palm Springs, moved to San- back to home to San Diego. I think she's still a journalist there, but in order to help out. Um, so I thought that was a pretty moving story early on to get. And she looks like she goes far. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan's been calling her second place Sarah. He's, he's convinced that <laughs> she's the bachelor material. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, hard, it's hard to say because in that preview, it seems like she maybe doesn't get along with everyone else. Mm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But it could be like the front runner type status where they just want to yeah. be. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling more about uh, Abigail, who was like my strongest pick because she got the first impression rose, which doesn't carry the same weight on the Bachelor seasons as it does on. Although Tasha may have broken that that trend where she gave the first impression rose to Spencer, and he obviously didn't go far. But you know, usually like whoever gets the first impression rose, it doesn't win in the end. But again, Matt is not a typical Bachelor, so you know maybe she could be his top one. But I'm kind of seeing her maybe second or third place. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we're seeing so far, and then um, we show, see Matt arriving. Um, he was in a few different vehicles, getting to Nemecolin, a plane. At first, I thought he was piloting. It was like, no, no, I no was, pilot. I vibes. was uncomfortable for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he gets up there, and Chris is like, "Oh, you're, you know, women are arriving." And he this moment that we haven't really seen, where it's like. Well, since I'm new, there was a few things I wanted to run by you first. Can we talk? And Chris goes, you don't want to meet the women? It's like, well, no, but so do you think it was planned or not? I thought it was. Yeah, they played it. He played it off really well if it was, but then they had like a whole setup for them. Yeah, like the most beautiful arm. I think that's what that's really what um, cued me into it was that like they had this setup. Yeah. Um, but I still like that, that it like shows that he is newer. Um, and we see later, like Chris explaining to him, like what the first impression rose is also. So um, kind of reminds us of that. Um, what did you think of the chat that they had and some of the um, concerns or questions that Matt voiced? Um, I, again, I think Matt's really warming up to the camera. And uh, I think that was kind of like bullet points they wanted him to hit. Mm. Um, Okay, that makes sense. But I I still thought it was an interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, He mentioned that he is worried about um, the pressure on himself being the first Black Bachelor and the expectations people will have of who he should end up with, um, if he should end up with someone of a certain race um so chris says the most important thing is if you come out of this with joy peace and love find a woman who shares those things i think that put him at ease but i can totally see we saw this with rachel too that there's just the immense pressure that they feel as the first lead yeah um, is something that i mean just contestants on the show face um, differently so um, I think it was good that he voiced that um, seems like he's trying to you know make it clear that this is just his story he's one individual and doesn't want to be representing everyone but still takes it very seriously 
Um, and then we finally do get the limo entrances. So we had that um, preview with Katie's. They basically just showed it all over again, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. Like how weird, right? Right. I think it would have been better if they just showed like maybe the punchline or something or like teased it differently. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, there probably were a lot of families that weren't that happy that that's how it started off. They didn't have time to change the channel maybe, but um, let's see. So the entrances, the first one was Brie. Uh, and then I was I I got even more jealous that Mari got her as her first pick because I know. she got that wifey spot. I know the first one on the limo is always. I don't know if we've added that to our draft as like the first one out, but I feel like it maybe should be for next year, like a one more extra point. If you're listening, George, like let's add that to our list of. It's always fun to think of something new, but that is kind of a big deal to be the person usually goes really far. I think there was one season where. It, that wasn't the case, but um, it's someone who at least the producers think should go far mm-hmm. <laughs> at the very least. Um, so she pulled a move. I don't know that we've seen. Um, I don't know if it was planned or not, but he said, like, what's your name? She said, I'm Brie. What's your name? Do you think that was a joke or was that just like automatic nervousness? Oh, good question. It's really oh, smart. I didn't it was even intentional. Catch it. Yeah, it was really like I didn't catch it until like I went back and watched the limo entrances to get them clear in my notes. And so I didn't catch it the first time. So he laughed. So at least it like, and I think she laughed. So either way, I think it worked really well. Um, And then, so (laughs) we've seen this before, but like Matt, like where the bachelor makes comments after the, girl walks away yeah but, but she was like half of a photo right. away he was like she's the one she's yeah the basically like she's incredible and so i saw her like crack a smile i'm like okay so they can hear him like what <laughs> they're not that far away yet like there's a lot of stairs like yeah so that was kind of cute but it's funny <laughs> um rachel this first limo they didn't do a lot um it was more like "Ooh, you're more good looking than in person or you're the hottest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Hello, handsome. Sarah said that. Um, Justenia said she's looking for somebody who can be my rock. She didn't even give him a rock. Like, where are these props? Like, there's nothing going on here. Um, Pandemic Amy, it's hard to get props. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, they can't bring anybody else in aside from if you're Victoria. Um, they can't bring in like boys to men or, you know, they can't um, bring in their grandma. Um, Mari was another one where um, he was like, said that he couldn't speak, but he said that like right after she walked away. So um, like he, she seems like an early favorite just from first impression. Chelsea um, said, everyone knows you're making history. Hopefully you can make history together. Um, she was gorgeous, the model. So no surprise there. He was super into her. Yeah. So I'm like, I yes, please make history that. together. I, lo- I love that Matt almost can't hide what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I thought during the rose ceremony, every time he gave out a rose, he just really lit up when like the woman was coming over to him. So that uh, was yeah. really nice. And, I liked it. Right. And then these limo entrances, he was like, you could see him taking a deep breath or kind of like gulping, you know, his, his yeah. nerves were so visible, but it was pretty charming um, and endearing. Um, 
Maggie says she came all the way from Ethiopia to meet him, which I thought she came to get her doctorate, but <laughs> it's a good line. Um, Carolyn gave him lavender, so we get a prop in here. Or like the gift. world's most boring prop. Though. Yeah, yeah. Don't Not- get me wrong, I love lavender, but... Right. <laughs> um, what do you think of the line that a lot of them said to the effect of, like, you're the hottest person I've ever seen? Um... Hmm. Is that a good first impression? He just kind of laughed it off, but I feel like, or they would be like, "I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you." There was just a lot of repetition. I felt like I think that. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't particularly interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it can get old if you're hearing it from everybody. Um, Anna gave him a survival kit with red flags in it. That was cute. I thought that was pretty funny. Hmm. Um, this is probably a contender for one of the best ones, I think. Um, Kayla in the pickup truck. How about you? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I think just the way she played it off, like a pickup truck. OK, but she was just so like cool about it. And she knew what to say, when to say it. And mm-hmm. that was into Kayla. I know. I think she like that's who I'm probably rooting for. Um, they're just just that like home connection. I hope she gets not that she needs a they can't really go hometown date, but um, she basically created a hometown date this night one. Um, they go back to it later on. They're having sweet tea. And I thought it was so smart because it was like, she, like you said, she was so confident about it. So when he was like, is that a stick shift? She's like, yeah, put some respect on my name. And um, she like, I think she knew he was from North Carolina, but she didn't come out and say, like, I'm from North Carolina like you. She, like, he he was the one who asked her where she's from. And then it was just, like, more natural. And she got him, like, away from his little post up there. And he went down and checked out the car. So, and she was probably, the, I think, the first one we saw with a vehicle. So, it was really memorable. Then, let's see, we have Serena C, who trips. And the only reason I know that... This is, I watched the Chris Harrison preview and he said that her trip was intentional, but we don't get any clue of that in the episode. So did you, um, how did that play off to you? I mean, knowing it was planned, um, it kind of took on a different thing. Mm -hmm. I told Ethan that, you know, Chris Harrison said it was planned and he was like, oh, okay. Like he didn't really believe it. Right. But maybe Chris was wrong. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes um, Chris gets confused. Yeah. Could he be thinking of Victoria? Like, But I think Victoria's wasn't planned either. Um, yeah, he could be confused. But she had that line ready. Like, oh, five seconds, I'm already tripping off you. So, but she could be really quick, too. So, I don't know. Um, as far as we know, from what Chris says... He's the host. Um, it was planned, but I think it was smart either way. It looked natural. Um, and Chris said, like, as far as he knows, that Matt never like picked up on it. They were both laughing about it together. Serena P. Is this a move that you would pull, Haley? She got had a step stool to get on his level because Matt is six five. Uh, I thought I thought that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia comes out doing ballet. Uh, Sonny has the goat slippers. (laughs) A little bit of like a callback to like the Jojo unicorn head. Like, is there something kind of jarring about (laughs) the visual? Um, But 
I don't know. What did you think of? I hope like you think of me as the goat as well. Uh, again, not what I'd go for. I'd bring like a stuffed animal of a goat. Yeah, I had that same thought. Like, do something a little bit different. Like, have like a a little like puppet or something. <laughs> um, yeah, don't come out with something creepy looking. Um, then Alana did the Lady in the Tramp move. I'm surprised we haven't seen this before, but she had probably cold spaghetti. <laughs> And had him take one in his mouth and got the first kiss out of it. Undressed spaghetti, too. Oh, yeah. Well, at least just noodles. Yeah. They probably didn't let her bring, you know, marinara sauce, right? No, to spill not. on the tux. Uh, he went for it. He seemed a little uncomfortable, but maybe it helped um, get him a little more comfortable. I think it was smart. And we saw the women all watching, so they got to see, like, what... They probably couldn't tell that there was... A noodle but they saw that there was a kiss and they i i felt like they handled it well the women they really impressed like, me what the hell this girl's a bitch like she's going down as soon as she gets to the house they're like oh okay cool like out a girl there was no like very minimal like cattiness that i could see um there was like like with the vibrator thing like they were kind of like just laughing with her not like at her they were like making jokes with katie um i love that she nicknamed it mj yeah like obviously for matt james and then like mj was like hey my name is mj but yeah. she seemed cool with it right then she was like wait point, yeah like that's iconic yeah at one point they're uh i don't know they're saying like something about mj mm-hmm. and they call like they had the respect to call person mj like mj1 which was funny yeah and she was just going with it which is i, I don't know i like that kind of thing um yeah keep going yeah we'll, and we'll so the, the vibrator more right <laughs> then the next one where i was expecting that maybe this could be like bring out some more like vicious comments was kaylee um who was in the robe and the lingerie and then it had this weird cut to a commercial like it wasn't really a natural break but then we come back and so the women are all watching that. And I think there was like, most of them were like, wow, that's ballsy. And there was one comment where they're like, oh, that's one word for it. But everybody else was like, hey, it's a party now. They, they weren't like, you know, insulting her. Um, and Matt seemed to really like it as well. And I like that she had a dress, like a garment rack with her. So there was kind of like a, a purpose to it in a way. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, if I look like that, I would walk around in lingerie on national television all of the time. Yeah. I mean, probably next week they're going to do like a lingerie photo shoot. Right. So, yeah. Why not just (laughs) come out? Um, Yeah. So I thought that was like he liked it. So he said, like, you know, you got to love a woman with confidence. Well, and like if you saw saw a guy and I'm sure we've seen it before, I can't like think of any off the top of my head, but like a guy come up with no shirt or whatever, like yeah. you just shrug your shoulders, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, I think there have been entrances like that for sure. Um, but I like instead of just being like brazen, like I'm just going to do this because I have a hot body. It's like, hey, I don't know your taste. What should I wear this red dress or the gold dress? Um, Then Abigail. She says there's something a little different about me and that she's completely deaf, but luckily you have, I have to read, I have to read lips. Luckily you have great lips. What did you think I mean, of that? amazing. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm so, I'm so excited. Is it, or 
Abigail's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we even like. I don't think we dove quite enough into it on on the draft about having a woman on the show who's differently abled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's brilliant. It's in and, it, and it's really showing that um, they. they People with disabilities deserve a chance at love. They deserve to have their stories shown. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just like everybody else. Like every, everyone's the same. Everyone needs love. Like this is great. I love her. She's wonderful. Like give give her the ring now. Like what are you doing that? <laughs> right. Well, he was very taken with her. I love that she like um you know, made it clear right away and so he already like immediately knows something about her and um she also like had a cute comment about it and and then he was like i'll try to enunciate better like he kind of you know thought about what he could do Um, i don't know how successful he was at it but you know i thought that was a great moment and she really appreciated that as well um then after this we get kind of just like a bunch of people who (laughs) really were just like i wouldn't be here if it weren't for you kind of thing yeah do you think that they thought he was gonna like abigail that much because she was kind of buried in the middle Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, because he really liked her. Um, but she was the first out of that limo, right? I'm thinking. I guess so. But yeah, she wasn't in like the first limo or anything like that. Maybe it, it gave her her time, but yeah, they might have just been like, "Oh, this is our casting." You know, casting someone different, but they didn't expect her to like take off. Um, so we had Corinne, Marilyn, Imani, Lauren who really there wasn't something super memorable. And then Piper says that her dad has always wanted her and her sisters to keep their last names. And she says, my last name is James. So I'm really happy to be meeting you. I mean, that's hilarious, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good coincidence. Would you date somebody with the same last name as you? No, because they'd probably be related to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like way closer. Your like, last name isn't like James. It's, no. <laughs> it's slightly more unique. How about you? Because <sighs> yours is like, I I haven't met anyone else that's strong, but it's at least like a recognizable word. I feel like it would be more common. Yeah, there's definitely uh, quite a few strongs out there. Um, again, I would be nervous that they'd be like distantly related, um, right. especially since it's such like a... Um, not unique, but um, memorable. memorable, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you don't really forget it. So, um, like, if my last name was Smith, like, hilarious to find another guy whose last name is, or another person whose last name is Smith. Yeah. Would you um, date someone who, like, a guy named Haley? I'd rather do that than date somebody who had the same name as my brother or my dad. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I've said on this podcast before, I'm very shallow when it comes to names. Yeah, I mean, a bad name, like, or if you have a bad association with it. Somebody with not a hot name. I feel like in our earlier podcast, we like discussed, like, I don't remember whose name it was, but like, there was somebody that had a bad name, and we're like, we just couldn't date that person. (laughs) I know it makes me shallow. (laughs) Shallow. Uh, but there's always like go by the middle name or something right yeah there's a workaround um so mj we mentioned before i liked her entrance as well um she had a pizza car i'm always surprised when there's like a new vehicle we haven't seen 
yeah, I would have loved this. She whiffed it a little bit, but she yeah. played it off really well. She wasn't like, oh, like she wasn't like, I'm so embarrassed. She was just like, yeah. ah, things happen. Right, right. Um, I'm not sure there was really pizza in there. The way that <laughs> the box looked pretty light, but yeah, she's, she'd I'd have- be upset if I opened a pizza box and there was no pizza in it. Yeah, I think you want to actually bring the food because he's probably hungry at this point. Yeah, bring the food, share a slice with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have Katie's. <laughs> um, so she basically just says, like, I was hoping to pass the torch to you. And then this is where I'm like, I feel like maybe it like conti- continued on. It was a little long, maybe. I think mm-hmm. she was like, probably like wrote it out in her hotel room and had her whole little speech and lines but then she's like it's hoping to pass the torch to you but now that i see you uh, i think i'm gonna keep this with me a little bit longer and then it became like her prop for the night i think um we didn't really get his like an itm about it but the way he reacted to it just like seemed like he was just thought it was funny and that he appreciated her humor we see him later like he's giving his toast and he's like wait i just lost my train of thought because i saw the vibrator on the table so i love that he's like funny about it um and then we see the women like watching that reacting to that um and then okay then we get a few more that are kind of like throwaway ones like that maybe could have been memorable entrances but the women were eliminated night ones so we don't see much of it um amber is riding a bike in kimberly throws a fish at him (laughs) Um, Cassandra has a jersey that says he's number one fan of Matt James. And then Ileana, she's on your team, says, can I put my balls in your mouth? We got no context for it. We understand what the context is. I thought so, because she had those like... But it was funky... a meatball instead of, the, right. instead of her like health balls, right? So are they like not like nutritionally certified yet like she can't like legally feed them to him like because she invented like energy balls right that would have made more sense than like a giant meatball (laughs) so that was strange and then kit's entrance in the bentley what are your thoughts i need to know what you think of kit I really like looking at her face okay (laughs) it is a face that is aesthetically pleasing to me it's like a model like a like a I don't know like a like model looking like a unique face yeah and like but like not so like perfect so like her right. nose is a little like longer mm-hmm. which as a person with a, a large nose I appreciate mm-hmm. a long nose every once in a while um, I liked her dress hated it with the boots mm-hmm. um, I like the boldness to go with a short dress when everyone else is going with a gown um, I don't think I want to hang out with her right <laughs> yeah i'm not loving her attitude um she gives me the vibe of of somebody who thinks she's more mature than she actually is mm -hmm. and that like like she's better than the rest of the people there maybe like thinking that that'll appeal to matt james or something like we're above this kind of thing is what i got something about how she was like yeah, I got a little ride share vibe from like going in the limo. So I thought I had to order my own car. What do you think? Like the way she could have said it a different way. Like um, we saw Becca Martinez show up in a classic car on RE season. You know, we've seen this a lot of times where it's impressive. It's not like it's they're not playing it off like it's their car or that they pay. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. So I also um, what was I going to say? Uh 
she also like seems like she read a book about personality and is trying to have a personality <laughs> but like doesn't uh-huh. like i loved i loved her bringing a snow globe to be like this is my hometown and yeah. i know this is adopted hometown so like you know when you get homesick look at it but she just had like no feeling behind saying that mm-hmm. it was just like uh yeah i brought this snow globe to because we were both homesick so yeah here it is <laughs> right. we're gonna have a good time like enjoy right um and then back to back she's followed up with the last one to enter queen victoria being carried in on i don't even know like a chariot or something with, with four men wearing masks so it was safe uh, it was outdoors but she was the only person to have like someone else supporting her entrance and carrying her to him and bringing she brought him a crown as well so it wasn't just about her he is her king i mean she's on your the team the audacity of this woman who's an adult demand like playing queen mm-hmm. i loved her dress i thought it was beautiful yeah i mean it's one thing to be like my name's victoria like the queen like that could be a prop I like the idea of props to help someone remember your name because he's got a lot of names to remember. But well, like, do you think Matt knows <laughs> the royal family that well? Like, do you think he knew there was a Queen Victoria before her? I think, do you think? I think it's like a phrase Matt, you hear. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Elizabeths are more. I feel like pop. if you had a multiple choice, you know, like which of these are queens, and you gave like some names, like Elizabeth, Victoria, and then like threw in a Marilyn or something, he would know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it seems like that she is Queen Victoria as her personality, or she's which really committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of effort, and it seems like we'll be kind of stuck with her, like. She and Kit will be there three weeks. Yeah, like they have to play off each other. So Kit was very upset because she's like, well, I guess she can be the queen, but I'm the president, king and CEO. She said that line about four and a half times. (laughs) Right. We get it. Right. Um, And then for Matt's like opening, like when he comes in, he doesn't so much do a toast. He starts off with a prayer as like, that's what he like leads off with. Um, a lot of the women, I mean, they're probably cast specifically for him. Um, they seem to receive it really well. At least that's all we were shown. What did you think of his opening with a prayer? Um, I think it brings a lot of comfort to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is maybe. Hmm. I heard it was controversial. I to me, it's like, well, that's important to him, so it shows who he is, and it's kind of like if someone wasn't comfortable with it, then they're probably not the right. Kind of like with Tasha, maybe if Tasha had done that early on, then she wouldn't have gotten to know some of the guys. It would, yeah, but but she also got like rid of them were... because they weren't. The same you're values. a guy where you're, you're there's 32 people in a room and you kind of know that you're a bit of a diversity pick um so maybe they would also have some other kinds of diversity mm-hmm. in, in, including of religion um i mean i don't know yeah, yeah do you think uh, it will bring up like do you think we'll see conversations with another woman later on saying like 
oh, I'm actually this religion or I'm not religious, but I wanted to talk to you about it. Are you open to like, do you think we'll see that? Or do you think everyone there um, meets his criteria, which is probably, or maybe he doesn't have that criteria. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to show that of himself. And um, I, yeah, I don't, um, I don't think every woman there has that, has that criteria, but I would love to see that conversation happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, especially after last season where it ended up being a big deal and we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I would like to, I would like to kind of have those, uh, little touch points maybe. Right. Um, and the fact that he can do that and then within the same like segment say like oh i lost my train of thought because i saw the vibrator and then like do cheers to falling in love like he's just a really well-rounded i think that he is going to like come into his own as the bachelor and he already like showed that he um got really comfortable throughout the night showing his personality so i really like that um rachel like cried as a um, reaction so i think um, you know, they've been cooped up and it's probably like, if that's something that's really important to her, um, like, oh, like maybe like, maybe this is my person kind of a reaction is how I read that. Um, but we saw quite a few of them say like, I really, or pull them aside and say that really spoke to me. Um, Sarah is the first person he talks to. And one thing I liked is that we got an ITM with him saying like, you know, I really like talking to her, but I felt like I was a robot. I felt like I was still really nervous. Like something we don't really hear from the recent bachelors that we've had. It's, it always feels like, oh, the women were so nervous around me kind of attitude. And he mm-hmm. feels more like I'm trying to keep up with them. Yeah, it did, it, it did really feel like everyone was kind of on an even playing field, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen talks to him about how he feels about being the first black bachelor. Sydney says she was moved by his speech. Um, and Rachel, I thought was smart. She, in her limo entrance and when she talked to him, talked about how, like, I love that we are going through this together for the first time. And that was something that Matt had said to Chris Harrison that, like, the women, are, you know, I can relate to them. We're all new at this. So I think that will be something that kind of connects them, that she's kind of picking up on that same thing. Um, one thing I have in my notes, though, that Rachel did. A little subtle but I, her phrasing she's like yeah when they first reached out to me I wasn't really sure like kind of just putting yeah. that move in there like oh I didn't apply you know? <laughs> like, I wasn't sure then when they got back to me and said like it's mad like you've got to come on like oh, I was the in-demand one <laughs> funny right yeah um, I also noticed like some of the women being like oh my gosh like he was so nervous to meet me like that's so cute but kind of like that could rattle some of the other women who were like oh I thought he seemed confident <laughs> um, and then we saw some mini dates so um, we saw the chess with Serena P we saw with Kayla the sweet tea in the back of the pickup truck that was so cute I love that was my favorite part okay yeah. That was my favorite one. Um, I think they just had like this really great automatic chemistry. Um, I like that she kind of brought it back to his roots. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she again had that like cool thing going on where she just was had like a response for everything he said and just yeah. I think she hooked him. Yeah. So confident. Um then Mari brings him a boarding pass. It's flight one four three, get it? To um to your heart. And then some facts about Puerto Rico on the back. They get into a deep convo <laughs> about the hurricanes and how it affected her family. And then here comes Katie. 
<laughs> so just tapping her on the shoulder with a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> so then Mari didn't take too well to that. Like she played it off like she was okay with it. But then we see like a whole montage of her telling everyone what happened. Um, how would you react if that's how you're interrupted? Um, hmm. It depends on the subject matter. Like I feel like her talking about the devastation of the hurricane and how it affected her family and getting tapped on yeah. the shoulder with dildo. Yeah, like I would be a little thrown off too because I was like getting in this in this state. Right. But if I was like talking about my favorite hamburger toppings and somebody tapped me on the shoulder with like a, a vibrator, I think I'd laugh. Right. Yeah, and I mean Matt was the one who asked her. It wasn't like she came in and was like, "I'm going to tell you about this." You know that I'm from Puerto Rico, so um, you know maybe could have said. Can we have, you know, a couple more minutes? But everyone seemed really nice about, like, letting the next person talk. Um, even Victoria was, like, forcing other women, trying to unsuccessfully, but, like, to force other women to, like, go, go like, run to them now. Like, now's your chance. Um, that was weird that they weren't, like, okay, yeah, they were just, like, rolling their eyes at Victoria. But yeah, she had a point, right? I, and I can't, I, I can't fault Victoria for going to find him again. If she, you know, if if you're seeing that these women aren't taking their opportunity to go talk to him, well, then like I'll take your opportunity. Sure, I had I yeah. had no issues with what she did. I can't remember. It was, was it no Hannah, Hannah Ann, Ann last yeah. season who just kept who, doing it. Like four it, times. That felt different to me, mm-hmm. um, but like I think felt like Victoria's just going back once after kind of being like, "Hey, everyone, like go talk to him. Like this is your chance." Yeah, it seemed um, like she legitimately was like, you know, as silly as she is, like she was doing the rounds, like, have you talked to him? And then if they said no, she'd be like, hey, go do this. Or like giving them ideas, like market yourself to him. You're a marketer. So I thought like, OK, that's that's fair play then, because she and then she asked another um, contestant, like, OK, well, they haven't had their time. I feel bad. But should I go talk to him because they're not doing anything? So I thought, yeah, fair enough. I thought so too, honestly. You know, snooze mm-hmm. you lose, baby. Yeah. Piper, we didn't see it a lot, but she brought had ski ball there. So I like that. That's always fun. I, okay. At first, I thought it was Kit who brought that because we saw the ski ball. Mm-hmm. And then we just like immediately went to Kit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Kit doesn't seem fun enough to bring that. No, no. She wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, so she was giving the snow globe, and that's when Victoria comes up and says, Excuse me, princess, the queen is here. So that did not sit well. <laughs> okay, not my favorite entrance. Uh, yeah. Would you rather that or meow? We didn't even get to see this meow. So I was Thank really <laughs> like, the fact that Chris, it's funny, the fact that Chris brought that up, I was like, Oh, this is going to be a character. And then Amber was one of those ones on the couch that we never saw interrupting but i guess now we have a little more clue from chris harrison as to why she was maybe eliminated if she said meow every time she was trying to interrupt people uh maybe that's just what didn't work um and then he has a conversation with brie where she gets into her background she says it's important to me to see diverse love stories and he's like well what what exactly do you mean by that she said um she explains that she her mom is Persian, her dad is black, um, but that he left before or they split up before um, she was born. So she was also raised in a single parent household. Uh, yeah, I like I I like when they can um, connect with each other when they don't even realize that they have something in common. 
Yeah. So we didn't see Matt's side of the conversation there, but I'm sure that he was, you know, um, getting into it a little more about that with her because they have yeah that in common. Um, and then Abigail has her conversation. Um, he's getting a little more background from her about we learned about her sister is also deaf and um, that she kind of paved the way for Abigail. because They were really close and that, you know, having somebody else in the family that is deaf to grow up with. And then um, she talks about how she was so nervous. And then he said he was nervous and like kind of forgot everything she said. And it was really cute. Like, I like that he like admitted that as well. Yeah, they were. I I really. Oh, I like them together so much. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of with Brie as well. I liked that. Like she was like, I was so nervous. I don't remember what I said. And he was like, no, it was good. You, you said basically this, like he had like, remember those details, which I feel like is also kind of like a move of a new person. Like he's like more in tune with like, um, kind of not caught up in like, how am I appearing? He was just kind of focused on the women. And like, I think the ones who he connected with like stood out to him. I don't know why he eliminated some of these other like amazing women. That's, um, seemingly, but, um, I think he like kind of locked in on certain people early on um yeah and he goes and gets the first impression rose for abigail she definitely knew what it was she's like oh my god what do you have and another thing i liked i thought was cute was that um well oh they kissed before this like he goes in for the kiss then he goes yeah, and gets like it. he like he, he went for it yeah and it's not a typical season lately where there's like tons of makeouts happening or women just like planning themselves on him aside from Alana with the but she had a like gimmick with it but usually we see a lot more just like kisses night one right mm-hmm. um you could tell he was a little nervous about that um but yeah he went for it she was not expecting it then he goes and gets the first impression rose never does he call it first impression rose he's just like I just need to ask you um will you accept this rose like he just treats it like a normal like, yeah. I just love that it's like a little bit different not totally rehearsed doesn't give it to like a drama filled you know character or anything that someone like a Nick Vial might do you know so um then and we didn't see any like negative reaction aside from like oh I didn't get it no nothing what can you say negative about Abigail I mean yeah like I yeah I thought this whole episode was very like there was a lot more room to be catty and they didn't go down that route which I appreciate yeah we didn't see like the reason you can tell like one way that we can tell that they they were not catty is we didn't see any segment about the two women wearing the exact same dress. Like it was, they obviously didn't give them anything they to show about it or we would have seen it. Like they probably just were like, LOL, you look great. No, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> and they even like, um, tr- tried to set it up mm-hmm. so that they were like standing behind, like one where right. Elena was standing right behind Anna. Right. And is her name like, he's pronounced it Alana I don't know if it's Alana or Alana but then Anna was like me like because he's looking over that way uh, <laughs> so awkward but she still got called later on but I, I feel like they couldn't even plan that part like that was just no yeah that's a little too much but oh, um, devastating but it seemed like there were a lot of women I feel like in these most recent seasons we've been, we've been able to like pin down that a lot of women do not even get to talk to lead at all. Like they were a little more like vague about it before they made it seem like it was the women's fault or like that they didn't go get time. But like, there's literally not enough time for the lead to talk to everyone. The and, 32 women. Yeah. Like, come on. There's no need. There's just no need for us to have any more than 25 people. 
Yeah, Tasha did it with 20. So that worked. Yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and there was even a um, thing I wrote down where Matt said something like, all the women I met tonight that I had conversations with were incredible. And he said it really smoothly, but it's like, yeah, like you didn't get to talk to everyone. Um, so he can only control like who they're sending in, who they're allowing to go talk to him. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we get to the rose ceremony. Abigail already has their rose. And then as he's calling out, he calls out Bree, Rachel, Chelsea, Sarah, MJ, Serena P, Kayla. At this point, I'm like, is this Mari's draft or is this the rose ceremony? <laughs> like, I had nobody in this list. You had a couple. A um, couple, but yeah. like, like, just no, like Mari, so- Mari did her research. She did good. Yep. Um, then Kristen, Kit. So, okay, I got a couple in here. Maggie, Piper, um, Mari, Ileana, Jasenia, Kaylee. Marilyn, who we didn't see much of at all, Serena C, um, Lauren, Sydney, um, Alana, then Katie, then Anna, then Victoria. Kind of those characters called at the end. Um, and yeah, he eliminated. It was even tricky to like figure out who he eliminated because we didn't even really see them exiting. Um, but he eliminated um, Amber, the single mom. Imani, Alicia, the ballet dancer, Carolyn. I was shocked he eliminated Alicia because that was a shocking one. We got we got a we got a package from her right up top again. Like you said, mm-hmm. doesn't always mean they're staying, right? But it was with the but limited we, packages like, shown. You think, yeah, yeah. And then we got some content from her during the episode, mm-hmm. and then we got her talking about how like she hopes she gets a rose, like even though she didn't get to talk to him much. Right, and she works with so kids. I was like, oh, she's and- got one. She's from New York. It's like, if you're just going by anything on night one, I feel like just keep all the ones from New York. But maybe he didn't yeah. even know that she was from New York because he didn't get to talk to her. Maybe. Um, Cassandra, Sonny with the goat feet, and Kimberly who threw the fish. Um, so that's, yeah, seven. Let me just make sure it lines up. Yep. Um, maybe did I... Corinne. Corinne. Yeah, Corinne as well. So eight. Um, who Corinne, like I thought it would be lasting a while too, just because she's stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's within this group, some contenders to be those night one people that still show up on paradise. Cause there are some strong ones there for sure. Um, I thought it was rude. <laughs> I thought it was so rude that Victoria got her producer Rose over <laughs> Alicia. Like, come right. on. Like, are you serious? Like, they already have Katie. They have someone who's, like, going to make it funny. And they have Kit, who's going to be drama. Yeah. Like, we don't need Victoria around. We got the gimmick night one. Like, we can just have the fun with the queen. We don't need it anymore, right? Um, Wrong. We're getting it. Yeah, we're getting it. Yeah, I would think the producers, like, if there's someone really strong, they would want to put it through as well. So, um, and then <laughs> I like, like, Matt's sense of humor seemed to be kind of, like, sort of like saying something and being like oh just kidding like with um playing chess he was like tried to make a move that was like totally illegal and like and she was like wait can you do that and he's like no i was just messing with you and then so after um the toast he's like i know it's been a long night but we're gonna go get our gym clothes on and there's a half marathon waiting for us and he just played it off so well that i was like wait a minute <laughs> like, i just think that's kind of a funny sense of humor that can like keep them on their toes but we don't usually see as well. Like he's just not and rehearsed. So, and then somebody like pretended to hand their rose back. Yeah. 
Um, and then the preview shows us people showing up. Um, what else stood out to you? Who do you think these women are? Like, aside from one of them, we recognize. Are they like anything like different or just like, like, why were they held later? I don't know. I think Matt knows at least one or two mm. or three. What if you don't he might know Heather. I think right? he does because Hannah is like really good friends. Like you at least know of her, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, they, there was time before quarantine that she probably visited. I don't know. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't part of, she wasn't part of the quarantine crew, but um, that would be an interesting twist. Like here is like someone that you kind of know of. Um, and then we see some tears. Uh, the moment they seem to be showing a lot is Chris Harrison sitting down with Matt and saying like, are you okay? I'm sorry, man. No, like I really am. And they show him going away in a car. So that had me thinking like, that could be something totally unrelated to the show. It could be totally, like something yeah. like sad news or something. Um, and because we get them distracted, but it could be like somebody like chooses to leave or he had a hard breakup with somebody. I don't know. Um, and then the end segment, um, not one of the strongest ones, but it was Chris like driving the truck, away, the pickup truck away. And then yeah. he sees like a, there was a pillow that she was sitting on in there. So kind of cute get some insight like he's like i don't mean to sell her out but she had to sit on this pillow and yeah that was our premiere night so we mentioned brie abigail anyone else that you're super excited about kayla we talked about yeah those are my top three right now yeah yeah i like them a lot um yeah i'm excited for the season it's a really strong cast i think and let's check in with our draft. I was actually surprised that I am in the early lead. Ooh, but I did look get, at you. Yeah, I did to get the first impression row. So that's kind of takes the cake for night one. If you get that, usually um, it's a good way to get the lead. Um, so I have 26 points with seven people left. So I did lose three. I lost Alicia, Cassandra, and Amber. And then Mari is in second with 22 points. Only lost one. She has nine people left and she lost Kimberly. It was her last round pick. Um, and then you are in third with 14 points. You also have seven people left. And then the listeners only lost one. They lost 50% of their team. Imani <laughs> went home, but they still have Sydney. Um, and then the preview shows that more will be arriving. So <laughs> this could be, you know, they have fewer people on their team, but they're still going to get more people. So can you imagine if they won? <laughs> I would kind of live for that. It would be so funny <laughs> if they managed to win with like five people on their team. Um, yeah, that would be good. All right. So we have some emails, some questions. This is from George at George CTV. Welcome to a new season, ladies. George here once again. Help me understand how the women are so familiar with Matt already. They were making comments to him like, I'm only here because of you and you look even better in person. A big deal is made of Matt not being on a prior season. So why do the women talk as if they are already familiar with who he is and act like they've seen him prior to this premiere? So can you give like the shorthand of what they, how they like studied up on him? Well, 
I, I, I mean, Google is probably their good friend here. They had <laughs> about five months to Google the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially since, you know, if you're playing for The Bachelor, you probably... Because he was announced, was he announced in June and they started yeah. filming in September? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not good at counting, so... So even if they didn't know who he was before, if they didn't follow Tyler Cameron from Hannah's season, he is good friends with him possibly best friends they have their own merch line out right now possibly best friends yeah i don't know i don't want to claim it possibly best possibly. <laughs> and then um yeah and it sounded like they were also maybe talked to about him like because abigail was saying like hey i've been hearing how nice you are and like what a good listener like that you want to have conversations so i feel like they've been like getting information about him too right producers so um or their friends that are like oh you're on the show <laughs> so just need one friend that's on social media right yeah um joshua neal how long did it take producers to explain to matt that he has to keep giving victoria roses regardless what he thinks of her i i mean that is probably uh, that's i that's a great question i wonder if he could like understand the concept of a producer pick yeah, if they had to explain, you know, first impression rose and all that. Um, because I feel like that's not even something Tyler could really prepare him for. Right. And I mean, it wasn't just that she was acting like the queen. Like, do you remember that conversation where he said something like drinking out of a fire hose? And she's like, what's that? Like a southern phrase? And then he like tried to like nicely explain it. Just like, whatever. <laughs> so it's not like they had chemistry either. <laughs> no, they certainly did not. <laughs> Um, Jenny Autumn, please talk about the underreported story of two girls wearing the same dress and being put close together during the rose ceremony and also having similar sounding names, Anna and Alana. I always feel bad that the producers don't go like, hey, you should select a different dress for this. No, I think they go, you should select this dress. This is yeah. the one. Because <laughs> I've heard that like with entrances, like they kind of work through like entrance ideas with different cast members and you know there was somebody who when serena was on the step stool someone else was like oh i was gonna do that and at first i was like oh they have the same idea but it might be that like producers like oh well, we have a you could do this you could do that like giving certain people that they wanted to make an impression yeah. like kind of helping them out a little bit or yeah. trying to steer them to something embarrassing maybe um or the, so i think they definitely have a stylist coming in but what are the chances that you would even show up with the same evening gown? Like, is this something that's gifted to contestants? Like, how did how did that like happen? That seems really I don't know. unlikely. This is it, it. Seems like such a crazy coincidence. Mm-hmm. There's like there's billions of dresses on Earth, right? And you remember that one season, and there was a lot of red this time too. But there was one season where it was like, yeah, I wanted to stand out in this red dress, and then like the whole limo or like. Everyone that came in after that girl was like, the next limo was all red dresses or something. Yeah. Um, Will Harrington, if you were Tasha slash Claire, how mad would you be seeing how much more money production clearly put into the Bachelor's filming location? I feel bad, but I, I just I just feel like they were trying to cobble Claire and Tasha's seasons together. Mm-hmm. Like they were just doing it with 
like chewing gum and flying by the seat of their pants yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's just only so they had to say yes to the first location they had to do this they had to do that where i feel like with matt season they were able to have the time to kind of uh you know suss a few things out they probably had a team already going like okay like as soon as he was announced like they weren't even working on Claire's season they were just like our job is to like scope you know yeah find somewhere because they had to have it locked down um and they would have had some relationship with that place before. I think Chris is super happy to just like have a golf course that he can like actually play at. It's not too hot. So I <laughs> think sure. he had some like stipulations in there. Um, yeah. And I mean, when I first saw like where Claire was, I was like, oh, that's nice. She gets this whole like villa. She gets her own pool. You know, so it's sort of like once you have something to compare it to. But when you're there, like they had a pretty nice setup um, as the lead compared to um, the other guys. And I'm excluding Bennett, I guess. Speaking of, um, there's a little story that went out about Bennett. Um, Haley, can you enlighten the audience that might have missed it? It was kind of like a oh my gosh, okay. story. So last season we had Maddie um, commenting on her own photo. I like she had meant to do it from her burner account, but she didn't do it. She did it from her own account, which is hilarious. Um, Bennett kind of did something similar. He was he was doing like one of those that new Instagram trend where, you know, show me a photo of whatever. Um, and so one said, like, show me a photo of you um, struggling or something like that. And it showed him a photo of him in the NICU when he was a baby because he was six weeks premature or something. It was like the first one, like the first slide on his story after like he posted the prompt, right? Yeah, but the thing was, it wasn't if you're familiar with Instagram stories it wasn't, it didn't like come up how it would have if somebody actually sent in the question it came up as he made another chat box. <laughs> Like he put a prompt in, so it wasn't like he didn't even put a prompt in. He like created another chat box, right? Like, yeah, he created another prompt basically, so that he could say, "Look at me, I struggled when I was an infant." Like yeah. that's the only time I struggled, kind of. Thing. Yeah. So <sighs> that's never so gets funny. old to me. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, he is like late 30s so i can see like how it would like escape him but maybe delete it after you notice it um but yeah uh then let's see justin feinberg has anyone ever had more of a oh my i'm really on the bachelor moment than mari when she was opening up to matt about how hurricanes in puerto rico affected her family only for a vibrator to flash across her face and tap her on the shoulder <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he also asks, is there a worse person for Queen Victoria to interrupt than the likely entitled 21-year-old daughter of an exceedingly wealthy fashion designer? When Queen Victoria inevitably ends up on a two-in-one date somewhere, will it be with Kit or will she find another rival to her throne in the house? Sounds like she causes a little more drama than we'd expect. Yeah think so um because she showed up in the, like the first preview we saw a lot um do you think cynthia rowley is trying to like become like the neil lane for like the like final rose ceremony dresses kind of thing like is this an angle um i or like that idea more for her daughter to just wear clothes all season <laughs> 
I think that's something we should investigate further. Yes. Or we should have other people investigate yeah. for us and give us the information. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Like, I've. I know, like, her, like, lower end line, like, stuff that you'll find at TJ Maxx, but I don't know, like, her high, like, you know, evening gown line. I've gotten a couple, of, like, beauty products and, like, birch boxes and stuff of hers. Oh, interesting. Um, Amanda Danforth says, what are other slash better ways of saying, can I steal you for a sec? So there's meow. What else? <laughs> Vibrator um, tapping. You know those horses that Tasha and <laughs> Brendan had? The uh-huh. fake ones, the little fake ones. I'd ride up on one of those mm. and say, howdy, partner. Can I take you for a ride? Ooh. Dressed up like a cowgirl. So and you then, can have like a limo entrance, but have it for your steal a sec, steal you yeah. for a sec. Instead. Yeah, I think Ooh, so. I like that. Yeah, maybe like um, throwing a paper airplane or something like just Ooh, catch their attention. Um, yeah, I kind of like the tapping move, just maybe not with a vibrator, just do something else. Um, oh, <laughs> I liked how Katie was like, you know, social distancing. <laughs> so we got a little bit of 2020 references, even though it wasn't like the focus. Um, and then, yeah, but I think I was watching, um, Caitlin Bristow's story and she talked about how she hates that line and then how she would like, was so in her head on Chris's season about trying not to say it. And then, you know, how they had that like zombie apocalypse date. So she did something like, oh my God, the zombies are like, she just like played like role played, whatever, like what the date they were on and like right. been attacked kind of thing or something. So I think something like that, like play off of something that you're seeing or, you know, like, oh, did you spill something? Oh, like, and then, like, steal their seat or something. <laughs> and then um, Emily Reed, do we think that Matt was given any seasons of The Bachelor to watch ahead of time? He seems blissfully unaware of how the show works. I wonder if he was given them and then he just didn't watch them. <laughs> I have to think he watched Hannah's season. You would think. You would think, but he probably wasn't watching it in the, like, I'm sure it was, like, viewing party type atmosphere yeah i guess so so it was like tune out and then when you see tyler's scenes or something so yeah i don't think you watch anything and it probably is for the best um for our best and i don't know if they would give him any to be honest because i think like you don't want him to like try to imitate somebody no i guess not so all right well that is it for questions did um doug keep up with this season he did he actually right. watched the episode last night nice let me just pull that up let's give a round of applause to the producers who realized that it was not a good idea to go to a resort that was on the surface of the sun to film <laughs> and instead decided they would save money by going to the set of the amazon show upload have you seen this show no what is it i don't know it. i look it up I bet it's funny. That joke was funny for people who've seen Upload. I mean, it was still funny. Don't get me wrong, Dad. <laughs> Upload, a comedy drama series. It um, is rated 8.10 on IMDb. A man is able to choose his own afterlife after his untimely death. So not my style of show. No, definitely not. But, oh, it looks like it. It's just woodsy. I do love Woodsy. Um, so this is Doug saying this. Me. These women are all going to be terrible. Why do I even watch this show? Also me. I would marry Abigail or Sarah right now. <laughs> I would also marry Abigail right now. Yeah. yeah. I think those are the bachelorette contenders. 
I'm apprehensive of Sarah just because of that preview. And I know, I mean, I shouldn't be caring about the preview, but. But he also, there was also a moment where he was like, the way you are with your family, like, that's what I'm looking for. So. Yeah. She was just all over that preview. I noticed Kristen in the preview more than we saw her night one. Saw her quite a bit. Um, We saw Chelsea. Yeah, I couldn't, like, pick out too many people. But, yeah. I know. There's one person who just doesn't look super familiar to me. Oh, so it's probably some, it's probably on the no, listeners team. She No, I think she was in our draft, but I just can't remember what her name was. Oh, okay. Um, you are presented with a choice. You must either enter a social, social situation wearing only lingerie before asking those in attendance to choose your next outfit. <laughs> Or before the next religious ceremony you attend, you must immediately precede the opening prayer with an inspiring toast about your vibrator. Choose wisely. Obviously, I'm picking lingerie. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Like I'm asking them to choose a dress so then I can immediately put it on. Great. Right. (laughs) Yep. And yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh, Matt should have watched Pulp Fiction before the scene of him crying in the preview at the end. Everyone knows that if someone asks you if you're okay the only acceptable way to respond is uh and i quote nah man i'm pretty fucking far from okay i've never seen paul <laughs> <Me Fiction. either. laughs> oh we're bad Amy. i know i know but you know then like uh, yeah we won't recognize those quotes if he did it oh oh i'm bad for movie quotes because i don't watch movies yeah uh, Matt should have watched. Oh no, I just read that one. <laughs> Could you and Amy please each come up with a charming local statement similar to drinking from a fire hose that describes being overwhelmed? I believe a good suggestion would be swimming up Niagara Falls. <laughs> oh, like we have to make up one, or like think of yeah. one that people would say. Because I was like, oh, people one. like around here would be like, oofda, <laughs> like that's too much. <sighs> hmm, make up one. All right, I feel like Doug just gave you one. I know. And I, I feel like I have a good Wisconsin one. Like it's it, like, you know, uh, too deep in the cheese or something like oh, that. Yeah, that's true. Many cows at the dairy farm. Oh, yeah. It's like trying to count all the lakes in Minnesota. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I already gave me mine, so I'm not coming up with another one. Speaking of, that reminds me. So I'm I'm watching Sequester this season because there's mm-hmm. I didn't ever think I would watch Sequester, but here we are. Here we are. It's, you know, 2020 into 2021. And Brent had a saying that was like, as nervous as a long haired cat in a room full of rocking chairs. It's like, oh, I've no. never heard that. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, does Doug have anything else? No, well, that's all I got that's from Doug. All right. So. I want to know from you, like, who are you seeing, like, as a paradise lock? Ooh, okay. Let me, let me pull up the cast. I need, I need some faces. The let's think cast. about, like, I'm already, like, way more excited now for paradise because I feel like, don't give me any of Peter's women. Like, let's just stick with this cast. I can handle a Victoria. She's there. And a kit. But, yeah, I don't want to go back to, like, McKenna. <laughs> like, oh. those fights are, like, old news now. <laughs> Um, I think Alana, mm-hmm. Anna, um, 
Chelsea would be a good pick. Katie, we're definitely seeing. Yeah. Kaylee, we're definitely seeing. Jasenia, I think, is a good one there. Elena is a good, hot, and quiet pick. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mary, Mary Lynn. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to work with here. Definitely. Yeah. Do you think they could do it at Nima Collin? Yeah. Yeah. I think they could do it anywhere with a pool. <laughs> exactly. Hot tubs. Pool in a hot tub. Cool. Like, that describes every place in America, as far maybe, as I know. They maybe have to change the name if it was at somewhere like that wasn't so like tropical. I don't know. It's still, I mean, Nina Collin looks like a paradise to me. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to see that they can hopefully come up with something by by June. I think they can absolutely. I guess we'd have to film sooner than that, but May. <laughs> something by may so we can watch something in july or august and do you think they'll all be required to have the vaccine oh i don't want them like, to skip the line though like, yeah no, no, no. Like, let's say in a perfect world a perfect situation right. where every go. old and every first responder gets it yeah everyone who works at the grocery store gets it right everyone who should be getting it gets it yeah then, Will they require the Bachelor in Paradise cast to get it? That would be smart, I think. Like, they can require them a bunch of other things that they have to do. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they have to get immunizations to go to Mexico, right? Maybe not. I don't remember. But, I like, really other travel, like, people on Survivor have to get certain ones to go to certain countries, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That'd be nice. <laughs> but even it? that, like, I don't think the vaccine, like, they don't know if it like keeps you from spreading it to anyone else. So I think they'd still right. have to do their same procedures hmm. that they have in place. But yeah, hopefully they can figure something out. Um, so I saw you did um, a Taskmaster podcast. So I was what to ask you, me? yeah, some other things that people can check out. Um, yeah, so I got to talk about my favorite show. Sorry, Bachelor. <laughs> my favorite show, Taskmaster. Uh, Grace. Uh, Grace Leader approached me, asked me if I wanted to talk about uh, Taskmaster, which obviously I very much did. Uh, we got Miles Nye on board, who is a game designer and who I got into Taskmaster because I knew he would love games and stuff. Uh, so we all talked about the one episode. It was like a New Year's Day special. It's a one off. So if you've never seen Taskmaster before, it's actually not a bad place to start. Uh, I think you really get like a feel for what the show is and it you get that immediate resolution. And then you can get into, you know, some of the older seasons. It doesn't spoil any of the older seasons or anything. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to that podcast, go ahead. Um, we do spoil the episode. So I would say watch it first. It's available on YouTube at the oh. Taskmaster YouTube channel. Like the, the TV show, like, you know, Taskmaster no they put it up they're like we want you to see our product they put it up um so i would recommend it especially if you if there's not a lot of tv going on this semester (laughs) there isn't (laughs) yeah so you're looking for something to do guess what taskmaster there's 10 seasons yeah you got lots of time it's a really great show amy have you watched it yet i haven't so that's like gonna give me when i like to watch things that i have a podcast for so you know yeah. that's how i started watching sequester i'm like oh there's podcasts in my feed <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you want i could just record like all of just me talking about every season and then right. you can listen to it as you watch it you could do you could go the ngog route and like start your own taskmaster podcast on your own channel 
Yeah. We're, well, we're hoping that maybe if enough people listen to the pod and like it, that we'll be able to cover uh, season 11, but we'll see. Nice. So it's a new season going on right now? There will be one going on probably in the spring. Okay. Yeah, they just finished the 10th and then they had the New Year's special. And then, um, you know, the other one's in the can already. Nice. Just a matter of time. Yeah, we got to follow where the new shows are happening because I'm at that yeah. point where I'm like, okay, it's 2021. Like, I'm expecting some new things to come out, but I'm really happy we have The Bachelor. I almost feel like it was when um, Listen to Your Heart came out, but we've got like. like we more. were so desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we were like, we don't even know if we're going to watch Listen to Your Heart. We don't even know if it's going to be on our TVs. Right. Like, like, we're not committing to anything. we have to live for. <laughs> no. So Did you true. watch Bridgerton? No, I haven't watched it yet. Did you? No, not yet. I want to, I think. Yeah. So, too. It's on my list. I think there's anything else. There should be some things coming up. But yeah, I don't even know what's coming up. I feel I like we're missing an opportunity to have Dancing with the Stars on in the in the in the spring they're not gonna do it well, i feel like normally they only do do it in the fall but maybe i'm wrong hmm. yeah i think I they know. should do that i thought about watching the uk like the strictly come dancing like i'm getting desperate, <laughs> getting friends. desperate over here yeah yeah well at least people have no excuse not to be watching this show yeah like watch you know usually i say don't watch. don't watch the show just listen to the podcast but like what else are you doing and it's like much better than recent seasons i feel like yeah i agree yeah so let us know what you're watching what we should be watching on tuesday wednesday thursday and friday definitely and where can people keep up with you uh you can follow me on twitter and instagram at strong underscore also if you like us and only if you like us if you don't like <laughs> us this does not apply to you they stop listening um Rate us and review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. That would be nice. Um, it helps people find our show, and that would be nice, as long as they're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, again, please, only five stars. Uh, my my delicate ego cannot handle anything less than four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, help these, like, first night boots, like, find us. You know, we, t- we mentioned them, you know. Yeah, if uh, Carolyn wants to them. come on our podcast, she's more than welcome. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to hear about the meowing from Amber. So, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay, sure. We'll get there. I feel like that should have been the end scene. Like, how does that yes. hit the cutting room floor? Good call. Good and how call. does she not have an entrance wearing like cat ears or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she could be a night one boot that's in paradise for sure. Um. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at RHP Recapper. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.